Thank you for tuning in for my second episode of Hey Ama. This episode talks about the sacred place that my mother calls home. It is a place where she makes no mistakes, a space that can be referred to as her oasis, her peace, and serves as a space where she experiences the most healing and pride. As a new quarantine chef, there are a lot of homemade dishes that I want to cook when I'm homesick. As we know, recipes hold family traditions. They tell stories of love and nourishment. But for some reason, my mother has none of this written down. In this episode titled Sacred Kitchen, I share why this space is so important to my mother and why she holds the secrets of her creations. Enjoy. We are all in the time right now where we are all being Chef Boyardee's in the kitchen during quarantine. We all have nothing but time and we are trying new recipes and spending time making homemade meals. If this time has taught me anything, I now have a new understanding of Ama, there is food at home. Living in an African household, growing up I shed many tears over fast food, which is very embarrassing to admit. I remember every moment that my mom would drive me home from a doctor's appointment or on our way home from school, we would pass Burger King and McDonald's and I would beg mommy, can we please have McDonald's or Wendy's for dinner? And my mom would reply and say, Ama, didn't you see me in the kitchen yesterday? There's jalaf in the fridge, contom ris stew in the freezer. There's even chicken stew in the fridge. All you need to do is make yourself some rice and eat the food. Or my favorite response was when she would say, we have McDonald's at home which really meant that we had frozen Tyson chicken nuggets or I had a crinkle fries in the freezer for us to bake in the oven and consume. Y'all, I used to cry like boo-hoo when my mom wouldn't get me McDonald's. I say all this to reiterate that eat the the damn food you have in your fridge. And if you're out here door dashing, this is a judgment-free zone, boo. Do you. In all seriousness, something about my mother in the kitchen was so sacred to me to watch her as I grew up. I would oftentimes stand in the kitchen with her and watch over her shoulder. Whenever I would join her in the kitchen, she would pat her shoulder and say, Amma, you're making my shoulders hurt. Go sit down somewhere. Which basically meant, Amma, get out of the kitchen. I would always argue with her and say, I'm trying to watch you make the food so that I will learn how to make it on my own. I would ask her to write recipes down and she shared that she didn't know how to write recipes. You guys like to use measuring cups and ask questions about how many tablespoons. She never measured anything. She felt everything. She would measure water with the palm of her hand, and she would measure seasoning with her fingertips. I learned that the kitchen was a sacred space for my mother. It was in the way she moved about the space so freely. It often felt that she was in her own world. She couldn't be touched, and she couldn't be bothered. My mother actually cooks for a living. She's not considered a formally trained chef, but cooks for residents at a nursing home. Prior to my mother starting a career as a cook, she came from a very well-educated household. My grandmother was a nurse in Ghana and worked at the Ghana Psychiatric Hospitals for many years. My grandmother recently retired as a school nurse. She was a school nurse that if you were sent to the nurse's office to lay down because you had a headache, you would have also seen my grandmother taking a nap herself in the office. She says she retired, but the mystery still stands if she actually retired or was fired from sleeping on the job. Anyway, we thank God she's finally retired and sleeping in the comfort of her own home. My great-grandmother was a headmistress. That title basically means she was a principal. Um, My mother 
on the other hand, was not the greatest student academically and often felt the pressure to do very well in school because of her mother and grandmother. My mother would oftentimes say that she's not book smart, but she's street smart and she knows how to work with her hands. After high school, my mother did not go to college, but she attended a girls trade school. She was in trade school, which taught her how to sew, cook, clean, and cater to others. If you've seen my mother cook for um, an event, the, the woman is a perfectionist. I remember for my 16th birthday, my mother bought me and my friend passes to the Apple Valley Water Park. It was a cool thing to do back in the day. We had snacks and we had a blast. When we came back to my house, my mother had a full in-home buffet. I'm talking chafing dishes. The good plates were out. If y'all could have seen the presentation, y'all would have thought we hired a caterer. The kitchen is her sacred space, and it is a place where she makes no mistakes. It is an opportunity for her to escape from her current worries. The kitchen is a place where she has the most control of an outcome. It is a place where she is generous. I don't know if y'all have ever seen her portions, but you'll understand. It is a place where she is the most patient and most focused. It keeps her busy, relieves anxiety, and is her art. After cooking, my mother would crack open a, a beer and plop herself on the couch, followed by an, I'm, a, I'm done cooking, come and wash the dishes. When I now sit and reflect, I realize that when I would enter the kitchen, my mother would send me away because I was disturbing her peace. It was the only place where she could be alone and ignore everyone. It was her therapy and healing appearing in a physical form. When I've entered the kitchen recently since quarantine, I find myself calling my mom often to ask her to make sure that I'm making my jalaf correctly, mixing the dough correctly for meat pie. I know that my mother finds joy in being needed, especially when it comes to me learning how to cook Ghanaian dishes. So when I think back to all the times when my mom said, Amma, you're making my shoulders hurt, go sit down somewhere. Or I don't have any of these re recipes written down. I now know that she doesn't have the recipes because she, she holds the secrets to her creation. I believe that what she meant to say is that I always want you to need me. If I teach you everything that I, now, I know now, what makes you think that you'll ever need me in the future? I see how my mom moves nowadays. She's opening more and more. She's asking for my patience as she uncovers more and more about herself. I'm here for it and taking each story one at a time.